Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yes, living the dream once again on this fabulous Saturday. Hartman and Mobley with you. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, we got a very busy day once again in college football. And as you've heard, the big story of the day is that Nick Saban, who tested positive on Wednesday for COVID-19, will be on the sideline for Alabama. Number two ranked Alabama taking number three Georgia tonight. And the reason he's able to do that is he's had three negative tests since Wednesday. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday tests all come back negative. And so suddenly they determine that what happened on Wednesday was a false positive. He says he has no symptoms. And that goes against everything we've been told from the get-go, right? Everything we get, right? Katino, weren't we told in the beginning, even if you were exposed to someone that had COVID-19, much less test positive, 
you're reverting pretty much on a two-week lockdown. All right, just you're going to lock down for a couple of weeks because symptoms could arise. It could. It's different from person to person. It could be a day, three days, a week, whenever. And yet, what has been happening? If you haven't been paying attention in the football world, and this has been happening in the NFL, as soon as somebody tests positive. Immediately, they go on these rapid-fire tests to follow up. Mm-hmm. Negative, negative, negative. All right, it was a false positive. False positive. Um, I believe it was was the Colts now saying they had four false positives. And I, it doesn't make any sense, right? The idea that if you were exposed to someone with COVID today and immediately went in with a test and they say, oh, you're negative, you're clear. That's not what we were told. It, 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 the incubation period could take a week. It could take 10 days. It's just so inconsistent, right? Completely just like the president himself, when we find out on the president on the Thursday that he was uh, tested positive. Correct. And then by that Monday, a 74-year-old individual, and I don't I don't hate Donald Trump at all, like, you know, to each his own. Right. But a 74, uh, you know, out of shape uh, individual is cured and fine. Right, he by can't fr- spread a virus. By, by Monday. Right, he's he's good, he's good. Um, <laughs> I, I, well, this I is don't... Nick Saban. I mean, he's he's not a young man, obviously. And so I mean, I'm pretty sure he's, he's more in shape than Donald Trump, too, right? right? Like, But still. Well, I mean, Alabama has a big game, obviously. Number two, Alabama. Number three, Georgia on Saturday. So he tests positive on Wednesday. And tonight, he'll be on the sideline. Yeah, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's unbelievable. They know something we don't don't know, I guess. I I have no... You know know what? It's it's like everything else. You know, it's it's about... We need to make this happen. Like Nick Saban says, all right, how can I get back on the sideline Saturday? Well, technically, if we give you three negative tests, do it. Do it. All right, we'll test you. It's a lot of money involved with all this different stuff from Donald Trump and the market (laughs) and and the the voting and and Nick Saban and and Alabama. It's it's a lot of getting these guys back to school to play football. It's a lot of money. Well, I mean, it's just a miracle. NBA, it's a lot of money. Uh, So here's Nick Saban, and he's ready (laughs) to roll. Collateral damage, casualties of war. It's just what it is. We got to make that money, though. I mean, it's sad, but that's just... Yeah, that's just how yeah. life is. Nick Saban know. is 68 years old. His right. birthday's coming up here in a couple of weeks on Halloween. Uh, he'll be 69, but a miracle. It's a miracle. It was false. False. Uh, He's good. Uh, so Nick Saban will be on the sideline. That's the big college football news of the day. All right. I got Catino here today, and since last week, the Lakers have wrapped up a championship. I go, want to baby. get into there this. Um, we're we're going to get, we have a lot of NBA stuff we need to address mm-hmm. today. A lot of NBA stuff to address today. But let's let's focus in on the Lakers right now. They wiped out the Heat in game six to win their 17th NBA title in franchise history, uh, which ties the Boston Celtics for the most all time. And LeBron James is upset. Like because it. LeBron like James, LeBron James, and I look at you know how I feel about LeBron. I've been saying he's the goat ever since Cleveland beat yeah. that seventy three win. I said that was it. So LeBron James had to be under the impression. Part of his move to the Lakers is it gave him an opportunity to do something that's never been done before, and now he has accomplished it, and that is leading three different franchises, leading three different franchises to NBA championships, and in the process, 
winning an NBA Finals MVP with three different franchises, which has never been done before. So LeBron was under the impression that if he accomplished that feat, which had never been done before, then any argument about the GOAT would end. But that's not what happened. If anything, it seemed to amplify the Jordan fans to once again dismiss any notion that LeBron James has surpassed Michael Jordan as the greatest of all time, citing his 4-6 and six record in NBA Finals as opposed to Michael Jordan's 6-0. and oh. And he's upset. He's like, what? In other words, I guess what he is finding out is there's nothing he can do. Nothing he can do. He can win seven NBA championships. And it's not going to change the mind of those who believe that Jordan was, is, and will always be the greatest player in NBA history. So what do you say to LeBron right now who really thought, hey, if I do this, that's going to end the argument. If anything, people went against him in their argument even stronger after he pulled off what he did this year. You know, there's so many different things that's going on right here. Um, And I believe LeBron James is the GOAT. I believe LeBron James is... You know, you ever seen that movie Weird Science? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Okay, back in the day where they, they literally uh, made the perfect, quote-unquote, the perfect. Yes. Girl. So if you're going into. Um, Kelly LeBron. Kelly. Oh, she was gorgeous. So if you're going into this computer and you're making your player. Yes. Right? You might want. Okay. First of all, you want to be 6'6", or you want to be 6'9", and run like a deer and be strong as an ox and never get injured. Right. Right? Do you want to be able to pass like Magic Johnson? you want to be able to run like Deion Sanders? you want to be able to dunk the ball like uh, Vince Carter? you want to be able to shoot threes not as good as Stephen Curry but or Klay Thompson, but you can, you know, your three-point shooting uh, field goal percentages, right? You want to be able to lead every single team that you have been on. You've led with the Miami Heat who had – uh, not even. First of all, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George don't complement each other. Mm-hmm. Okay, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade. The reason why they complement each other is because both of them IQ is super high. Not saying Paul and Kawhi's is not, but the way the LeBron James and and Dwayne Wade played so well together is because they're basically like point guards, right? Scoring point guards. Then you have LeBron James with Kyrie Irving, who's a scorer, and he still succeeds with him. Then you have LeBron James with uh, Anthony Davis. And, and Rondo, and it still works. You have LeBron James with anyone, and it will work because LeBron James is going to get the best out of the team that he's on. Now, Michael, I grew up with Mike. I mm-hmm. love Mike. Yeah, I want to see Mike before I want to see LeBron. But if I'm worried, if I'm talking about building my team, and I'm talking about being able to play with that person to uplift, no matter what you have on your team. Oh, yeah, LeBron had Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Oh, yeah, LeBron had uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Oh, yeah, LeBron had Rondo, Dwight Howard. Uh, and what does that mean? There's teams out there, Sacramento Kings, there's teams out there, Portland Trailblazers, there's teams out there that didn't even get that far. Charles Barkley, uh, uh, um, Clyde Drexler, Akeem Olajuwon, um, Charles Barkley, Kevin Johnson, uh, Dan Marley. There's teams, there's so many, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Jeff Hornets. There's so many teams that are out there that did not win with gloated teams, but it just so happened that LeBron James, listen, LeBron, every time, every team LeBron James goes on, if he leaves, 
Everybody else stays, but if he leaves, that team's not no good. All right. Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. and I love Kawhi. I yeah. love Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard leaves San Antonio Spurs. They were still really good. Kawhi Leonard leaves Toronto Raptors. They were still really good. Right? Like, I, I'm just, for me, you can't say that with Michael because Michael stayed with Chicago, and I don't really count his Washington Wizard years. That's just wreck ball. Um, but Kobe, right, for, for years, he wasn't used to losing. And it was for a little stint before Paul Gasol got there, he was losing. He was about to go to the Clippers. Then they gave him Paul Gasol and, they, and Lamar Odom and Andrew Bynum and Derek Fisher comes back and blah, blah, blah. And then Phil Jackson comes back and then he wins again. Then he goes back into that stump after, you know, getting older because you, it's years on your body. LeBron James to me. Now, Michael may be the GOAT to all of us because it's that it's it's your preconceived notion of what you was raised on. Right? It's, it's preconceived notion of what you were raised on. But LeBron James, to me, as a basketball player, an all-around player, he's shattering all records, points, rebounds, assists, everything. All right, let's hear what LeBron had to say. Because, again, a lot of people thought if he pulls this with the Lakers, the argument's over. Apparently, it's not. The debate's going to happen. Y'all could talk about it. I'll talk about it with my guys when we at home, our friends and all that stuff, but I'm not going to give it to y'all. I'm, just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to fall for it. You guys know how much I love Michael Jordan. I wear number 23 because of Michael Jordan. When I first got my first pair of Jordans, I was, you couldn't tell me nothing. So y'all, y'all can do the debates. Y'all can, y'all can figure that out. I like it. I mean, in other words, he's not, I'm not going to take the bait. You know, as far as everyone's made up their mind, apparently. The numbers are overwhelming in his favor. Overwhelming in his favor. But, I mean, that's... Mike said he's the best. What I mean, listen. Well, I mean, you just ran the Jordan. You just ran this documentary. The timing of releasing this, you know, some people said, well, it's because of the pandemic. No, no, no. This was all because of where the Lakers were at that point. Looked like they might be heading to a championship, which in turn, if they did win the championship, suddenly the argument would be there. And this self produced. 10 series, 10 episode documentary that Jordan orchestrated to once again remind everyone I'm the greatest, even to the detriment of his teammates taking shots. Even your buddy Scotty Pippen was victimized in that documentary. Minimize. I I just want to say, I think the, and this doesn't mean it's right, Mm -hmm. but I think one of the reasons that the public likes to say that Jordan was greater. It was in that game, was it five with the Danny Green shot? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen with Jordan. He takes that shot. You know what? It doesn't yeah, mean right. it's right. He no, made you're, the no, right you're basketball right. No, you're, play. You're, you're right, but this is the thing, right? Yeah. Michael Jordan Le, Michael Jordan is a better offensive scorer than LeBron James. LeBron James just know how to do it better because do it uh, in a way where he's 6'9", 260. I'm sorry, did so, John Paxson make a shot to win a game? Steve Kerr, all of them. But yeah. I mean, listen, Michael So Jordan, the idea that the difference was Paxson made his shot but you and Danny Green bricked but, it. But again, you got to understand kill spots. Kobe Bryant right. kill spots or a free free throw line, pull-ups, fadeaways, right? Yeah. Like Michael Jordan's. So it's hard to double. LeBron James is going from the top of the key and always finds people like Magic Johnson. Right. 
LeBron James, statistically, when it comes to closing out games, has more closeout games in the history of the game than Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant combined. I mean, I'm not, this is statistics. That's not me making this up. I'm just telling you, when the the game is on the line, Mm -hmm. he makes the best play possible. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, it's just, is is a fadeaway better than Kareem Skyhook? You would say Kareem Skyhook is more, more, right? Kareem Skyhook was the one unstoppable shot in the history of the NBA. Now Now stop right there. Okay, so the fadeaway, so Kareem is on guard. So you can just foul Kareem. He hit his free throws. Right. You foul Shaquille. Now, what's the highest percentage? Shaquille O'Neal's dunk, dunk or Michael or Michael Kobe's fadeaway? Shaquille O'Neal's dunk. Right. But if you foul him, right, just like Carl Malone is easy in the bucket. But if you foul him, he may not may not make those. So, I mean, people have different offensive. But when you talk about the person who, I don't know. It's an optic thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, Jordan played in finals with 30 million people watching and and they're they're glommed onto that that notion and LeBron might have all the stats and the facts on his side but when you are dishing it out to Alex Caruso at the end of a game or Danny Green at the end of a game that's what happens. All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Um you just hinted on something I want to get to. All right, as great as LeBron has been, can he save a league? Can he save a league? We're going to tell you coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Steve Harbin and Katino Mobley here on this Saturday. It just got heated in here for a second. Steve was oh, saying to bit. me, are you serious, Steve? Okay, you're I'm disdain- taking Danny Green all Wait, day. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, go you ahead. told go me Danny Green, when you see him play, gives you pain. If, well, this year it has, yes, it has. It has oh, d- but, exactly. But I, I I'm not love- talking Danny Green, North Carolina. I'm not talking Danny Green, San Antonio Spurs. I'm not talking Danny Green, Toronto Raptors. I'm talking Danny Green, Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I, I, it, it really? Makes- that's a guy you want to okay, take a okay. shot? Can I Can I defend myself? Hold on a second. Oh, you're, 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 you're changing your tune. Oh, God. You I'm told go- me go- Danny Green gave you pain. Oh, yes, he did. He did. He pain. Did. He did. Can I, yeah. can I defend myself now? All right, let's hear All right, so... When you expect something from someone mm-hmm. and they don't give that to you, what I need to I, I'm sorry, Danny. I, I am. And I'm sorry, Caldwell Pope, because you played a great uh, the whole in the bubble, bro. You you came alive, Caldwell Pope. And uh and Dan, Danny, sometimes people struggle. And I'm sorry, Danny, I got so upset with you because I expect Danny to be the Danny from San Antonio, from North Carolina to, mm-hmm. you know, from even Toronto, give me some yeah. shots because I know what LeBron James can do. And if if you can make open shots for me, it's easier for LeBron to dominate. Now, when you're not doing that, maybe because I want LeBron to win so much because he has so many haters and I know what you can do, Danny Green, and I don't know what was going on in your life for the past year and a half. I'm, I was insensitive to it, and I'm sorry, Danny. But, yes, when he shoots the ball, when he was shooting that ball, and he was missing, I was super upset with him. And that's just because of expectations. All right, I want to get to LeBron and the future of this league. So the numbers came in, and they were predictably bad. Actually, they were worse than bad for the NBA. So on Sunday night, game six, a game in which your biggest star, LeBron James, has a chance to make history, which he ultimately did, is going up against Sunday night football. Technically, it was also going up against game one of the American League Championship Series. Here are the final numbers, official numbers. The NBA Finals, game six, drew 8.29 million viewers. 8.29 million viewers. The game one of the American League Championship Series drew 2.07 viewers. That's the American League Championship Series, 2 million. Sunday Night Football, a game between the Vikings and the Seahawks, drew 15.08 million viewers. So game six of the NBA Finals, as opposed to last year's game six, drew 10 million fewer viewers. Game six of the 1998 Finals, which, Gavin, you touched on a little bit earlier, when Jordan won his final championship, had 36 million viewers. Game six this year had eight. So, Catino, the NBA... Wait, what had 36 million viewers? Game six of the 1998 NBA Finals, when the uh, Bulls beat the Jazz, 36 million people. Last year, game six between the Raptors and the Warriors had 18 million people watch game six. 
and this year's Game 6 got eight. So this is a league right now that is trying to figure out their future. And now the latest is this. So remember originally, Catino, they wanted to start the new season December 1st. They realized that's not practical. Then they moved it to January 1st. Not Christmas Day, but January 1st. Now they're talking, Catino, that they may not start the NBA season until March. They're making it clear that if we can't fill arenas, we cannot afford to play in empty arenas. Now, there's problems with that because people people understand this whole vaccine thing. A vaccine is not a cure for a disease. That's what people think. They think that if you get a vaccine, you can't get something. It's like the uh, you get a flu vaccine doesn't prevent you from getting the flu. It may lessen the symptoms. It builds up an immunity. But it doesn't say, if I get the shot, there's no chance I'm going to get something. So the NBA right now, and this is coming from the top. This is coming from Adam Silver. This is coming from the owners, Catino. They have major concerns right now. We cannot start a season in empty arenas. We've got to have full arenas. 40% of our revenue comes from, you know, what people that show up, people that spend money. We got away with it this year because we'd already finished 80% of the season before we shut down, and then we just had to finish the season. You know, these ratings and everything else, they're skewed. They're, I'm not overplaying these numbers. I mean, they, they knew they were going to be bad, but even when your commissioner's like, Wow, I didn't think they'd be that bad. I mean, we had the Lakers. We had LeBron. It wasn't like we had, you know, Denver going against, you know, it wasn't that so all due Dem- respect to so, the Nuggets. So Utah and Denver, I'm asking you just as a fan yeah. of sports. Yeah. The Utah-Denver series, was it not exciting? Of course it was okay, exciting, but why weren't people watching? Hold tight. Hold yeah, tight. okay. Was the Denver-Clippers series not exciting? Me, I was at your house. Me, me and your son was jumping it was, up and down. It was phenomenal. Okay. So what my point I'm trying to make, right now, it, 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 the circumstances makes this, I don't, I don't even know how to do the views, but the circumstances right. is what's making this go how it is. Now, if LeBron James, it, say 8 million people watched. It's 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 pandemic. It's 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 well, time on the where same other night. Teams... Fifteen million people watch the Vikings and the Seahawks. Right, Seahawks. The Seahawks, exactly. Russell Wilson, the Vikings. This team versus the... the deciding game of the NBA Six, Finals. Just 16, a r- another game. Sixteen, sixteen games mm, right. a year. A year. That's yeah, what. This three is months? the final how game many, of the NBA many, Finals. How many months? August, well, September, October, Katina, November, Katina. December. We're talking. Five, five months. There are seventeen Sunday night games during the season. September, October, We're not talking the Super Bowl here, right? We're just talking about a Sunday night game. And Seattle and Minneapolis are not major markets. Just in LA alone, there are twenty million people that live in the Los Angeles metropolitan area. Twenty million. Your national numbers are eight point two nine. Shouldn't there have been more people watching just in L.A.? I mean, this is a Laker town, right? It was game six. They were trying to win their first championship in 10 years. Why did Why did Toys R Us have to close down? <laughs> I'm asking a question. All right, on the other side. All right, we're, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We've got to figure out what's trending right now. And there's only one way to figure that out. And that is to turn to David Gascon. All right, so what's your explanation? I can't use that explanation that there's 16 games. I don't buy it, Catino. When you have no sports on for, what, five, six months, 
Like we were all starving for sports. Somehow we were surviving, but we were all starving for sports. And the only thing that came back was the NBA, the NHL, and then Major League Baseball. And that was inconsistent. Go ahead. Yeah. And, did, and NBA did an amazing job, and it was great games. Correct. I didn't, I didn't say that they weren't. No, that's what I'm saying. But, but but then all of a sudden, when he's talking about the views of this last game, yeah. closing out game, it was a lot of different things going on for a lot of people. Absolutely, people losing jobs, there are a lot of people through. don't have money. People but, doing this, people doing that. They don't know, feel like it. But you also understand you got to you got to answer to the networks. I mean, they're they're making contracts with you. When was when's the when was the last time? Not 1998. Well, that was thirty-six million. Yeah. What was the um, the highest um, viewing since then? Now, let me ask you this, Gas. Right. Sure. There's so many different things that people do now. Like I was about to ask Steve. Yeah. There's there's Toys R Us. Yeah. Right. And the reason why Toys R Us and, and, and toy stores like that are closing down is because of who? Yeah, you got the Amazon. There world. you go. Yeah. So Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, and all that closed down yeah. because of what? All right. So here it what? is. The NBA Finals this year for the six games averaged six point four five million. Last year was fifteen million. The year before that, eighteen million. The year before that, Warriors Cavs was twenty point four million. There, there's a trend here. It's it's and I know it's skewed a lot this year. And I'm not saying this number is representative, but there's been a trend in recent years. I, I also think, and, and I'm just this is my opinion on it, but I also think that the younger crowd doesn't watch. Sports either as At much all. or that's through my, the same portals. That's, that's my point. Absolutely, my point. streaming. There's, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons. I'm not saying there's one reason, but yeah. but it's just people have more things to do and occupy their time. And like, for instance, except right? the money is, but but so no, much but, bigger but, now but, in the NBA than it was back funny. then. I'm not trying to be funny, Steve. Me, yeah. you, yeah. gas, all of us. Yeah. We, but we were, we you know, we were. Uh, we, we thought we were the guys back when we were in twenties, right? That girl, oh man, you would take her to dinner. Oh, we take her to movies. Take her here, take her here, take her. Yeah. That lasts for about a month. After you know her, now you all cool. You're like, ah, mm-hmm. you know, I got so I got to go to work. I got to go practice. I got to go this. I got to. You 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 have this 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 strong emotion about watching the game, and after you start watching them, and you know they're back, you don't feel the enthusiasm no more. You're like, ah, it's on. Okay, it's on. So now you go to something else, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's something else that's new. That's all I'm saying. Well, see, but but here's the counter to that is that there's certain days and nights that you can actually watch one game on television, one game on your computer, and one game on your phone. So while the one application maybe not be as high, I mean, there's ways that you can get this information. You can watch these games and not be at home all the time. But for the most part, there's tons of people across the United States that are unfortunately at home because of work or because of lack of work. So I think those things do go into place when it comes to the to the NBA. I mean, it goes across the, the board, though, right? Like the NFL, well, college football, again. Major League Baseball, they're all down in ratings. The, the mm-hmm. bottom line is the network's going to sit down with the NBA, and everyone has projections, Yeah. right? I mean, that's how you negotiate a new deal. All right, here is what we project. Yeah. Well, how do you make a projection after this year? Because any projection you make, obviously, is completely wiped out by the numbers um, that you had this year, so and it, it's it's a tricky thing. I'm not I'm not attacking the NBA. They're just in a very precarious situation. I, I do right wonder, now. and you guys will have to let me know your thoughts on this. Do you think there are less sports fans than there used to be? No, I do you not. You don't. I that. actually do. I think there is. 
I think there are so many. Look, you it's talked also to- an election year, which obviously yeah. is a major factor. And it's been even that for the NFL. I, I do believe, though, back to Catino, I do think the NBA product is really good right now. I don't think they're, you know, in years past, we've talked about like the Eastern Conference and the West has been so dominant. But I think both conferences, especially in the West, like when you go one through nine or one through 10, I think there's exceptional talent across the board. You think casting out three-point shot after three-point shot is a good style of play? I don't An think attractive it, style of play? No, I don't think so. I mean, but there are certain teams that... I believe what Gavin said. There's not as many people that love the sport because... And it's not that they don't love it, but I think it's just more things in society to do and keep yourself busy than doing that. Right? I think and more it, kids are putting effort into gaming and Twitch and that kind of stuff and YouTube then into sporting events. I just do. I just, it, it, I mean, it's, you've got kids, earlier. Katino. Yeah, like, like yeah, my, no. my son will literally, yeah. if you let him, and that's just mine, if you let him, he'll be on there for 12 straight hours before he goes to sleep. <laughs> yeah. well, no it's, video it's, games Did we, did we all agree this, like, within 20, 30 years, eSports will replace all sports? Athletes will be completely obsolete? I hope it's crazy. So, my, so my, my 20-year-old, right, loves basketball. Loves it, loves it, loves it. He'll be working out. Mm. He'll be on his YouTube. He'll be over with his friends. And the game, uh, uh, an important game will come when I'm telling him to look at the game, and he'll come in in the second quarter yeah. and then leave back out and get on his phone, yeah. talking to his friends, Snapchat, Instagram, all that stuff, and he's not really paying attention. Yeah. So he's, like, taking the game for granted. Does and the pandemic sense? said, hey, take six months off this one thing you were watching and go all in on that other thing. Right. And I think some of them didn't come back. Yeah. I really do. All right, what's happening uh, out there? Guys, Kentucky leads uh, Tennessee right now on the road, 17-7. Kentucky's got two pick sixes in this ballgame. Trevor Lawrence and Clemson are lighting up Georgia Tech, 45-7. This ballgame's not even over with in the first half. There's still 70 seconds to play in that one. Lawrence has four touchdown passes and 344 yards. Miami, 14-6 over Pitt. Auburn, 16-14 over South Carolina. And you guys had mentioned Nick Saban coming back to the sidelines this weekend. He will coach today for Alabama. They take on number three, Georgia. Kickoff time is at 8 o'clock Eastern in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Guys, back to you. All right, thank you very much, David. Once again, coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in the next hour, I'll have my Heisman update, uh, which should not come as a big surprise to anybody. I mean, that's for sure. Uh, wow. I mean, uh, what Clemson is doing. I, you know, I've always loved this about uh, coaches like Dabo Sweeney. They just roll it up. I mean, their attitude is, look, if we, we – I have kids here that are here to play football. Why would I take the foot off the gas? They all want to play. They all want to do their best. Stop them. You get better. So I've never had a problem with rolling it up on anybody. All right. We're, we're talking about where the NBA goes. I want to get back to the scheduling here, uh, Catino. The concern about starting the season in empty arenas. And what are you going to do? We're not going to see a bubble anymore. That's done. Um, the social issues became a, a big focus of the NBA this year. And Adam Silver's on the record saying, I understand people that say, can we just get back to playing basketball? He right. said that. Right. Um, so the idea of waiting until we can fill up arenas, waiting till what? We don't have any exact date. There's not going to be suddenly zero COVID-19 
in January or February or March, it's still going to be out there in some form. Hopefully a vaccine may lessen the impact, but it's not going to eliminate it. So the fact that they're even taught, I mean, if you start in March, and remember this, the Olympics were moved to next year. That's in July and August. And the Olympics have been very valuable to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Off-season sort of keeps you in the news, even if it doesn't have the same impact as the original dream team. It gets the NBA players, your biggest stars, out there during the summer mm-hmm. before the new season starts. It's a, it's a great vehicle. It's been very valuable. If you start the season in March, what are you going to do? You're going to shut down during the season so that your NBA stars can play in the Olympics? which, by the way, is what they've done in the NHL a couple times over the years. I mean, I, I don't – I'm trying to figure out what what is going on right now. Just start the season in January. If you can't start in full arenas, so be it. Why are they so hesitant to roll the dice as far as when to start next season? Because a March start, you want to really be playing NBA playoff games in September again? Opposite the NFL, I guess what? You're going to have the same disaster results from a rating standpoint that you had this year. I'm saying start in December and make it a shorter season. Just uh, this was a couple of different reasons, right? When I came into the league, it was a lockout year. Yep. And we played 50 something games. And I think uh, the thirst of that for fans and the body, uh, the the amount of uh, stress that you put on the body uh, can help so much right it's because now it's not four games a week and fans are like well i saw them the other day they're playing uh this team i don't mm-hmm. really watch that so if you have you slimming these games down and you're spreading it out a little bit and you start in december you know by that june time there's the uh you know nba finals i, I mean i would be thinking how right? much because better would an nba season be do you think if you I'd cut rather, it from 82 games to 70 I would go lower. Or 60. Yep, I would go lower. I would do that. I would do 60-something games. I mean, your first year there was 50 because of the strike situation, but let's say you went from we 82 talked about this. I would, I would start to 60. Season. Let's say 60 games. Yeah, I would like that. I would like that. You, no one – because because the body listen you want the best product on the floor right mm-hmm. and i want to be at 100% right. so the way technology is and the way players are right now you're going to get a better player right you're going to get you're going to get a more hungry player yeah but is are the is the nba willing to take less money look no owner is going to cut his bottom line and this gets back to the idea of you listen, know listen they're not starving well they're i understand starving. they're not starving but they're not going to take less money right well, I mean, listen, it, for the long run— Are the run, players going to accept less the, money if you go long, from 82 to 60? I mean, you would have no choice if you cut the seasons, right? I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's helping It's helping put— Because like LeBron said, it's only a certain amount of players that are good. Well, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> and he's not you, even being disrespectful. It's only obvious it's not, that the, with 30 teams in the NBA right now, people say, you know, back in the day, Bill Russell, they had eight teams— Imagine an eight-team. I've done this. You, we you did it. You did, did the it. whole roster. Yeah, we did it. How insane these rosters would be! It was crazy. It was I crazy. mean, every team would pick, be nothing remember, but all. We still had to pick about a hundred and something more players. Right. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. We picked the top two, three of each team, and you still had to pick more players. I, I think, I really think, because it, it's an interesting dynamic. Look, the networks jumped all over live sports several years ago because they felt like that's the only thing. And by the way. To put that eight point two nine million in perspective on a on a very positive note for the NBA, ABC oh. carry that is that you're going against the number one show on television, Sunday Night Football, which has been the number one show on TV for the last eight years, 
Name any other product that you could put up against Sunday Night Football that we get 8.29 million viewers. All right, can There's I, none. All right, so Only the NBA let, Finals let, let could do that. I, yeah, yeah. I thought about this. You remember back when I was when we you college and I was in college? Yeah. Oh, that was Ice Cube. My guy. Um, remember I back at, I, uh, in college? He's all over the news I these know, days. I know, I yeah. know. I love him. I love him. I'm going to stick with him, too. Yeah. Listen, remember when, I was, when we were back in college? Like, mm-hmm. before you went to college, you were like, listen, I want to go to this school because they have – you know, national games on TV because it wasn't that big. Mm -hmm. What you just said just popped in my head. When I came to the uh, Houston Rockets because they had Charles Barkley, Scottie Pippen, Akeem Olajuwon, we had 14 national games, ABC, CBS. You didn't have a lot on ESPN. Nothing was that. That was not. So when you have 36 million viewers for the championship game, you're not really seeing Chicago Bulls and those teams play as much around the nation. Mm -hmm. All right. So now – High school football, high school basketball, high school everything is ESPN, is that Fox? It's an overwhelming of. So it's not like you got to wait for a certain time to see these teams play and then in the playoffs, you know, CBS and ABC is covering it and you only get this once in a lifetime. That's that skews a lot of viewers as well when the whole year is like this, I think. Yeah, but then that also means you can't do it again. You can't have back-to-back seasons where your season goes into the football season. You've got to start early. This this whole notion of we got to wait until we can get butts and seats at these NBA arenas is it's, it's suicidal for the NBA. Just start the season. People are just going to have to understand the economics. That includes the owners. That includes the players. Everybody involved is going to just have to take less until they can get everything back on track. All right. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, we got a lot going on. I also, I, I want to get into, since we're on an NBA theme in this hour, uh, a hiring, whether or not it's actually going to make a difference. But first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmers Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop making lane change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select farmers branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. From the six, King gives it away. No, he throws. Mowry, right flat, five, four, three, two, dives. Touchdown, Miami! Will Mowry dives in at the pylon. That is the Miami Hurricanes radio network, and right now Miami is leading Pitt 14-6. to They've just kicked off the second half in that game. By the way, Clemson, are you kidding me? 52-7 to at halftime against Georgia Tech? 52-7. to What's that? What's that uh, remember Rocky? Halftime. When <gasps> Apollo Reed was getting um, beat up by a drug. Throw yeah. in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in the towel. 52-7 <laughs> at halftime. They outscored Georgia Tech. This is at Georgia Tech. 35 nothing in the second quarter. Did you have that game, Gavin? I would say Clemson was a huge favorite, I'm sure. Yeah, in that it game. was 27 and a half. 27 and a half. They're Jeez up 45. I, I don't do those giant spreads like that, but yeah. I should have, apparently. <laughs> that is just <laughs> an absurd score. Is this By the kid way, that good? you really? want another another bizarre game? Liberty at Syracuse today. Liberty favored <laughs> in that game. Who, who was at Syracuse? 
Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> they were a two-and-a-half-point. They're undefeated. 4-0 Liberty at Syracuse, a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and they're leading by seven right now. They're losing to an auto insurance company. <laughs> Liberty. <laughs> I mean, you know your program has fallen when you are a home underdog against an Liberty. Auto, an auto insurance company. And they're losing I that game. I love that one. All right. Uh, I want to uh, quickly, <laughs> before the top of the hour here, I want to get into the hiring of Ty Lue uh, by the Clippers. Not a surprise. We we thought he was the guy. Obviously, he'd been on the bench for the Clippers uh, with Doc. Uh, they turned the page on Doc after another disastrous finish to their playoffs. I know you're a Doc Rivers fan. I know you're a Ty Lue fan. So yes, yes, yes. You have the same team. You have a different coach. Is that really going to be? Is Ty Lue a better coach for this team than Doc Rivers was? Yeah, I think it's just a, his approach, right, and how he talks to the players, right? Well, right? how's it different with Doc? Well, Doc is older, so you know it's it's a different lingo. So my son, who's twenty, talks to my ten year old son, yeah, right, different than I do, right. Mm. He has more patience. He understands the culture, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I'm a thousand years older than you, so I'm a little more impatient. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I may I'm so tired of like always arguing with you about something, so I just let it be. So maybe that was Doc's approach. Like I was a player's coach, and you know, for so many years, and guys guys just listened to me before. Now it's like you know you have these guys that are a little more sensitive or whatever it is, and I really can't say nothing. So now Ty Lue, listen, if Ty Lue can take LeBron James and everybody else, he can take, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I know the expectations are the same. By the way, for all the ones who get it done, there's Granger offering supplies and solutions for every industry, plus 24-7 customer support and product specialists always ready to answer any question. Call or visit Granger.com. You know who I would have hired? Who? Phil Jackson. You think he'd have came out of retirement? Seventy-five-year-old Phil Jackson. No, maybe not. Yeah. But you, you're, 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 you're down the hall from the Lakers. Jeannie who just won a like championship. That. She would not have. You could forget about it, buddy. Well, I'm not worried about Jeannie. But if I'm Steve Ballmer, I could Je- offer Phil Jackson Je- anything, right? No, Jean, Jean, no, that's just that's a slap in the face. I, well, it might be a slap in the face, but it certainly would have made news. Right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We get to our college football scene. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is over. 
The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. All right, rolling along on this Saturday, Hartman and Mobley, we are coming to live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in the car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. All right, so as we mentioned, very busy day in college football. How about Tennessee? Down 17-7 at home. Number 18, the Vols losing to the Wildcats there. 8.05 to go in the third quarter. Later on today, of course, the big game of the day. Number three, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. That's at Bryant-Denny Stadium. By the way, Kentucky just scored again. So they continue to put the pounding on Tennessee uh, in Nashville. Uh, but Georgia, number three, number two, Alabama. And again, the big story there is that Nick Saban will be on the sidelines just days, literally days. Wednesday was the day that he tested positive for COVID-19. But they just, the rules state if you can get three negative tests in, including two within 24 hours, you're good. And so he'll be out there tonight. Uh, 68, soon to be 69-year-old Nick Saban. I haven't had any symptoms. Well, there's a lot of people I haven't had any symptoms uh, that have had COVID-19. I'm going to ask Sam here because, again, he has the the doctor pedigree. Um, All right, 69-year-old man, soon to be 69, two weeks, test positive Mm. on a Wednesday. They jam in three tests between Wednesday and Saturday. They say all negative, meaning that Wednesday test. Forget that. That was false. Um, and he's out on the sidelines. Would you feel 100% comfortable standing next to Nick Saban three days after he tested positive for COVID-19, showing no symptoms that he is not a spreader of COVID-19? How confident would you be? Uh, pretty confident. It looks like he had a false positive. I mean, the, the virus would still be lingering in his system. He had got through three tests, so looks like he's clear to go. All right, so you buy into these false negatives because the Colts yeah. had apparently false positive. Yeah, false positives. Yeah. They, they're claiming they had three guys that had false positives. Why are we getting so many false positives? What's what's the deal there? Well, I, I just know from my own experience when I took a COVID test, um, I believe they said it was seventy percent accurate. So there's still some margin for error there. Well, how do you deal with that? I mean, that's that isn't a, that sort of rolling the dice. You need I a mean, control test. You need something, maybe a different type of test, or you take multiple tests, and you know the majority of your tests, what they come back, is probably what you have. All right, so that that's that's the deal. All right, again, from the very beginning, all they said was if you're exposed to it, you, you quarantine for two weeks. That was the deal. You quarant self quarantine, you know, just in case. But that's out the window. There's too much money on the line. And obviously a huge game for Alabama tonight going against Georgia. Um, We've got some NFL football win to get to. The NFL, of course, has been scrambling with their schedule, Catino. The Bills and the Chiefs were supposed to play on Thursday night. We had no Thursday night game. 
it would have been tough for the Bills to play two games in three days because they played the Titans on Tuesday. Uh, and so that game was moved to Monday. So we have two Monday games here. Uh, but the NFL is scrambling around, uh, trying their best to navigate through this pandemic. By the way, one quick note, Major League Baseball announced that they had no positive tests for the 47th consecutive day. Zero. Now, obviously, fewer teams going on right now because they're into the playoffs. So how confident are you that college football, the NFL, I mean, there were a number of college games postponed once again this weekend. I'm optimistic. You know, let me tell you why I'm optimistic, not to cut you off, because I think this is hopeful. Well, this is what this is my positive thinking. No pun intended. My positive way of thinking is that it's starting to die off. Hopefully, I hope, <laughs> so we can get back to some type of normalcy, right? Like I, I think um, now you realize people are going to be listening right now. It's going to be after. It's, it's going to be after the election. in certain areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After the election, everything's going to die down. You know, I mean, here's one thing we do know <laughs> about know. us: we have more testing in this country by far than any other country. A lot of people have theories, let's say about China, where the numbers are relatively low; that they're just simply not testing people or people that get sick are, are just not testing, and then they they get through their sickness not knowing whether or not they actually had COVID. I mean, there's a lot right, of different twists and turns. similar to all other different symptoms right. that we have on a regular. But, yeah, you know, I, again, I I want to put it this way. I just want to believe that it's dying down mm-hmm. or the immune system because the body is something else, right? The body is it, it definitely adjusts through evolution. It's amazing what the human body, <laughs> the body can, can do. body can do, exactly. So I, I don't know if it's um, adjusting. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, 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 again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not. I'm just going on just trying to be a positive thinker of like, okay, in the next couple of months, then hopefully we can die down. It may, it may spike over here, but it over here is dying down. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. I, I just, I just hope that it gets to the point where, you know, there is no cases in schools. There's no, I mean, there's no cases in sports and there's no cases here. And then it trans translates to school and then kids can go back. And my son, he's like fiending to go back and play with his friends, right? He's 10 years old. He's cooped up in the house. My daughter who's seven, uh, my one son who's in college. Like, so it's, there's so many people that are out there that don't even get that opportunity, and I'm, I, 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 I definitely am grateful that um, I have the opportunity to be around my kids and they are, have the opportunity to be safe. But uh, you know, there's kids out there that are definitely struggling. So I hope it gets back to some type of normalcy where they can, you know, kind of. There's all of us out there that kind of um, spread our energy. Well, in a positive it, way. You know, we we look at next week uh, as far as college football is concerned and all of a sudden guess what shows up on the schedule? Big 10 football. Uh the Mountain West will also have their games coming up on the college football schedule. So we're going to have more teams out there, more players possibly exposed, trying to keep everybody in check. You know, it's it's it this it's amazing in a lot of ways because as a country, as a world, we're, we're dealing with this pandemic. And yet we are getting, as we knew we were going to get, Catino, uh, the sports world to sort of lay out uh, a map of, you know, we've had a bubble situation in the NBA, which worked. It worked in the NHL as well, although their playoffs were in Canada. Uh, Major League Baseball, after a rough start, mm-hmm. survived. And now they're almost to the finish line. Uh, World Series will be next week. Looks like they they should be able to get to the finish line. But football is the real test because there's no bubble. 
And by the way, the NFL, did you see the uh, chief medical officer for the NFL? The chief medical officer saying that the bubble is the wrong idea. That a bubble is bad. This is the chief, the number one chief medical officer for the NFL making the argument that the idea of a bubble is a bad idea. Bad. Talking about the separation of players, you know, 24-7 from their families and loved ones and everything else with no guarantee. This is the chief medical officer of the NFL that it would do anything positive. So we get these conflicting reports back and forth from different people. This is the right thing. Wear the mask. The masks don't really matter. I mean, it just it's it's craziness. So what's interesting again from the football standpoint is we're getting a look at all of it right now. And navigating this, you know, shutting isolating guys that do get sick, uh, whatever it takes, but you know, somehow forging without stopping. And I like that. In other words, just move. But what happens if somebody really gets sick? If God forbid an NFL player, college football player, got sick and died, would that change everything? Um, I, I'm pretty sure it would, but I, again, I don't know. Um, I don't want to think that that you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to think that way, right? Because I do believe in the universe and 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 the way we think. Let's just say, um. From basketball to baseball to football, there has been guys that's tested positive. Yeah. And they've came back fine. Yeah. So let's just keep it like there um, as far as the energy of the universe. Uh, but I, 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 I don't want anyone to get sick and die like that, um, especially in, in, you know, you know, uh, during these times. It's, uh, you know. Do you think that the fact that we've been able to – we remember there was a point during this summer or back in June, where we literally thought we would see no sports in 2020. Remember that? Yeah. There would be no sports. There would be no resumption of the baseball season, no resumption of the NBA season, nothing, no football, no sports in 2020. Well, guess what? We got everything in. Maybe not the way we've seen it before, but we got it in. Where would we be? Think about that, right? As, as much as anxiety and and uh, loneliness and depression and all these things that was going on right. from March on, where people would, I mean, I'm laughing because it's like a sad thing, right? Even mm-hmm. though it's an oxymoron, but I'm saying I'm laughing because it's like a, it's, it's a very troubling thing that we need this busyness. We need these distractions right. because... We're, you know, that's why Instagrams and Facebooks and Snapchats and and all this. That's why it's so successful because when we're in our head by ourselves, we are truly alone as individuals. Uh, it's just amazing. I mean, when now we're just, you know, we've had college football for several weeks. The NFL, when you first saw it, was like, ooh, is this good? Should we be watching this? I mean, we got all these guys, no mask on, are they? And now all of a sudden we're into the season. We're like, okay, we're sort of back to normal here. It'll be interesting. Let's see how much impact the sports world in resuming their schedules in 2020 has on the rest of us. I mean, it's been great for us in the sports world to see all these sports, but how much is it affecting other people? All right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, Catino Mobley is very excited about the Cleveland Browns. Okay, he is beside himself about the Cleveland Browns. He'll explain why. Coming up next. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmer's Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Wilson takes the snap. Wilson's going to throw. Out here. Touchdown, Kentucky. Back left corner. It's Allen Daly. <laughs> right on the that? money from Wilson. That is the UK Sports Network shocker in the SEC as Kentucky coming in the game with a record of 1-2 and two on the road against the Vols of Tennessee, ranked number 18. It's all Kentucky. 24-7 Wildcats. 3.45 to go in the third quarter in that game. All right, so a lot of college football going on. Once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. We have a fully loaded NFL schedule as well tomorrow. And who would have dreamt that at least based on record, the marquee match of this week in the NFL would be the Browns at the Steelers The Browns, who got humiliated in their first game of the season, have now rattled off four straight wins. And the Steelers coming into this game undefeated at 
four and zero. Now, Catino Mobley is a Philly guy. Okay, he's a SoCal guy. He's a Philly guy. He's a SoCal guy. And they lost to the Ravens 38-6 to in that opening game. It wasn't even that close. They're rolling up points. 35 on the Bengals, 35 on the Washington football team, 49 on the Cowboys, and then 32 on the Colts. Now, I why would a Philly guy who's been entrenched here in SoCal for a while have any interest in the Cleveland Browns? Why is that, Katina? Well, my youngest son loves Odell Beckham. Really? Uh, yeah, he loves Odell. Um, and Odell's a good kid. Um, he's a good guy. I don't want to call him a kid, disrespect him. But, you know, just Baker Mayfield, you know, catching hell and, and Odell and Landry. You know, I, I just want those guys to do well, you know, for themselves, you know, because we, we have a very short lifespan in, the, in, the, in sports. And while you're here, uh, do your best. And, you know, that first week – uh, obviously, with the Ravens coming in, super hype, it, it it shocked them. And then after that, they've recouped it. Now, I'm not saying the Bengals are the best team because they have a rookie quarterback or Washington, you know, but, you know, that that, that Cowboys win wasn't bad. And, and then you got the uh, Colts, who was not a bad team as well. So, um, you know, I, I just want them to do well. I'm not, I'm, I'm not a Browns fan. I, I just... You know, I like to see certain – when I see certain things because it's like a father or just like it's a, a former athlete, social media wasn't as big back then for me. And I don't know how I would have took taken it. Um, I, I know how I did when I was in college where I didn't read magazines or papers because I knew there were biased opinions and everything in life, right? So it's just about how you internalize it. So I probably would have turned everything off anyway like I did when I was in college, right? Not reading the magazines or nothing and not engaging in all the, uh, you know, white noise. So, I, you know, I just like to see guys like LeBron James, how he, t- you know, for a while he was just, everybody was bullying him and he said nothing. And then as soon as he stick up for himself and say certain things, it's more backlash. So mm-hmm. it's damned if I do, damned if I don't, right? So uh, this society bullies no matter what you are, what color, greed, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, for for these guys, it can turn. Yeah, they, they make money and they travel around, they're celebrities, but it, it can literally put you in a dark place when you have so many people criticizing what you or what they think you should be as an individual, not understanding that you still are human. So I'm just I'm happy to see that they smell a little bit of like success and hopefully they can carry that out through this season. Well, it's going to be interesting. Again, their offense is rolling. It certainly helps when you have the uh, two headed monster running back with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Uh, That has made things a lot easier for Baker Mayfield, who uh, once again has settled into a pretty nice groove right now. You mentioned Odell Beckham. Uh, Jarvis Landry. I mean, they got a lot of weapons on this Cleveland Browns team. So that's going to be an interesting matchup come Sunday. Another interesting matchup, and this is unbelievable when you think about it. For only the third time ever, Tom Brady will be going up against Aaron Rodgers. Only the third time ever. Now, of course, you know, he's been in Green Bay the whole time. He was uh, Brady, obviously, in New England the whole time. NFC, AFC matchups. What's more pressure? You know, is it, is it more pressure for Aaron Rodgers to beat Tom Brady or Tom Brady beat Aaron Rodgers? Well, it's interesting you ask that because this game is is very different for Tom Brady. So the game's in Tampa, and the Packers are a slight favorite, like a one point favorite in this. Gavin, do you have a line on that uh, Packers Bucks game right now? Is Green Bay still, I think, a one point favorite on the road? <laughs> it was one. I'll, I'll check the update. All right, on but it. the bottom line is. 
How many times has Tom Brady been a home underdog in his career? I mean, going back to New England, was he ever a home underdog? I mean, seriously. I know. I mean, so here's a Tampa team that has lost a couple of games. Green Bay's undefeated. Um, actually, when you think about it, shouldn't Green Bay be a little more of a favorite in this game? That line, to me, is still putting faith in Tom Brady who, by the way, still has yet to admit that he forgot how many downs were in that Thursday night game. Remember when he was like holding Tom up Brady? the Brady? Do you like Tom Brady? I look at Tom Brady two different ways. His, his resume is unmatched in NFL history. It's the best resume around. Nine Super Bowls, six Super Bowl wins, everything else. He has an unmatched resume. That's one Tom Brady. The other Tom Brady is a guy who has a well-cultivated public image. And to me, there are a lot of questions about who the real Tom Brady is. To what lengths does he go to continue his NFL career? A 43-year-old guy still out there doing it. What has he done I just think it's legitimate. You know, he's been associated with people around him that have questionable backgrounds. But because he's Tom Brady, he's this great-looking guy, and he has a supermodel wife and everything else, I, I have a hard time reading him. I've covered Super Bowls that he's been in. You know, sometimes you get up close with somebody and you start reading them a little bit. He's a tough read. I, I really don't know what's going on in there. But that, so that's him, the person, as opposed to the resume, which isn't black and white. And it's like, that's the best resume any quarterback's so ever had. So would you take, you take Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Because everybody doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a little more transparent. I mean, he's, he's, he's a guy that a lot of people don't like mm -hmm. on a personal level. Right. There's so a lot. So you rather there's a, that. There's a lot. I, I, I so will you say rather that. that. I, I and honestly, they're very different. They're very different, but they're very similar. If you know this as well as I do, one Katina, know how to hide it, and the other one doesn't. Is he, that what you're saying? The majority. Look at Michael Jordan, mm -hmm. right? What? What about him? Who is that guy? Michael golf, smokes cigars. That's loves it. Loves to gamble. Right, like back in the day, loves the you know. Just loves to have fun, like loves to compete. You know, in that the whole docu series, and they're trying to, you know, well, what makes you so competitive? And he never really answered that. You know, I I don't know. I mean, when there's a lot of people that achieve a level of greatness, that a lot of us step back and saying, "Wow!" I mean, we're all human beings. How did this person get to that level? And there's sometimes a lot of things. That we just don't know that's going on that drives people to get to that level, you know? So, I don't know. For Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, two of the elite quarterbacks of their generation, two of the elite quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, there's they're different. They're different guys. They're just different. They march to a different tune. But their greatness on the football field is absolutely unquestioned. By the way, if you're Tom Brady, why would you not admit, even though we all know that you forgot how many downs there were in that Thursday game? You held up four fingers. You weren't getting off the field. The officials had to tell you, hey, you, you just that was fourth down. You're holding up four you fingers. You keep talking about this. 
Well, because he still hasn't admitted that it actually happened. Things happen. One of the uh, running backs for the Green Bay Packers put out a shot this week. He said, yeah, Aaron Rodgers would never do that. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers would never forget how many downs there are. Tom Brady uses that, a little incentive. What, you calling me stupid? What are you calling me? Yeah. Yeah. You see he's cussing out his teammates. Mm Mm-hmm. How much did you do that? Uh, you know, somebody makes a comment about, you know, Cap Mobley, he's overrated, he's not this. and not. You have this? This of, is of the, me cussing somebody out? All right, no. Oh. This is uh, <laughs> this is the what, – what is it? Jamal Williams, the running back for the Green Bay Packers. Here's what he had to say about his quarterback having a mental fart like uh, Tom Brady had. Whose quarterback is better, yours or Ronald Jones? Come on, man. I'm pretty sure my quarterback knows what the fourth down is. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, exactly. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers would never do that. He's too smart for that. We never be in that type of situation. You know, he always prepared, always looking at the clock. Always, we got too many people who are just too ready to go. We've always been in those type of pressure situations before. You know what I mean? So, I just feel like it's just natural for us to just be on top of everything and just go ball, but. I, yeah. I would never expect that from my boy 12, ever. All right, so that's his podcast, a Game On podcast right there, Jamal Williams, uh, saying, I'm pretty sure my quarterback knows what fourth down is. Uh, you know what I mean. All right. But uh, getting back, did you ever use – did any of that drive you if somebody took a shot at you? Cat Mobley ain't that. He's not oh, this. Yeah. No, for a fact. I'm, going, I'm coming at you. Yeah, I like that. One time, I'm going to tell you a story, guys. One time, right, we were playing the Lakers, and I was having an off, I was just having an off quarter, literally an off quarter. And um, I'm in Phil Jackson's book about this, the competitive nature and the whole thing, and I spaz out. Like, I get different personalities when I get on the court. And Phil, one of the teammates for the Lakers, Kobe and I never talked crap to each other. We grew up together, right? Mm. It's just competing. That's the respect that you give. So one of the teammates were was talking crap to me for whatever reason it was. And Phil Jackson said to him, he said, hey, shut up. Leave him alone. Let him sleep. Meaning like if you wake Cat up, mm-hmm. like I get, I, I, I just would get crazy. And I, my tunnel vision, I get like mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. I want to bite your head off. I'm coming after everybody. And my energy was unmatched. That's why I played so many minutes because I was never tired. So it was one of those moments where I was just mentally – I guess drained, or mm-hmm. I don't know what happened the night before we were in LA. I don't. I have no clue, but uh, I remember Phil saying that to one of the guys, like let him, let him sleep, let mm. the, you know, like leave him alone, kind of thing. Because I would, I would pick moments to really go after people for just like, oh, oh, you wearing them sneakers? Oh, so you, you wore out this? Smush Parker that night. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> All right, stay right there. Uh, on the other side, I'm going to give you a little update on where I stand with the Heisman Trophy. We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But first, let's bring back Mr. David Gascon, who's a trash talker in his own right. Nah, never competing. No. Just got to stay focused, man. Right. Who has time for that? But if it, people trash talk you, Barbie. I mean, we, we see this with you and Gavin. Trash talk back and forth. Yeah. Does, oh, it, does it drive you? Does it inspire you? No. no. I mean, because we don't work in a profession that um, <laughs> we don't work in a profession that either penalizes or rewards for yeah. you know, it's all it's all subjective. Yeah. 
You know, Gavin, are you driven by? Yeah, I mean, I wake up every Saturday and go, you know, I'm going to take some pot shots at David. Yeah, I know we're on this show together for our trash talk. (laughs) It drives the ratings on this show. Drives the women wild. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, what's happening out there? <laughs> Guys, uh, Clemson's blowing out Georgia Tech 59-7. to This ball game is over, over, over. Trevor Lawrence done for the day. 24-32, 405 through the air. Five touchdown passes and a one INT. Travis Etienne only had 11 carries for 44 yards and a score. He also fumbled in this ball game. Amari Rogers went off. He had six receptions for 161 yards and two TDs. Kentucky and Tennessee. This one is not looking good for Tennessee. Garantano against the four-man rush. Fires over the middle. Intercepted! Go! It's Davis to the far side of the 30. Gets a nice block. He may go! He's across the 50. Only the quarterback can catch him. Davis at the 20. Cuts left. Gets a block. 10. Stumbling. Falls into the end zone. Touchdown, (laughs) Kentucky! Whoa, my goodness! Pretty good, all right? 27-7 Kentucky leads. They had two pick sixes in the first half of this ball game. Notre Dame and Louisville is about to get underway, fighting Irish at 3-0 this season and ranked fourth in the nation. Auburn trailing South Carolina now 20-19. Miami 28-19 over Pitt as we speak. And end of the third quarter in that ball game. Then later on tonight, 8 o'clock Eastern, you'll get Auburn. It's going to be get Georgia and Alabama. Nick Saban will be coaching in this ball game. He took three straight tests for the coronavirus, and they all came back negative after an initial test earlier in the week was positive. Guys, back to you. All right, David, thanks again. Uh, once again, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on your current insurance at Geico. Geico, go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Once again, it's that time. It's the Heisman Update. 10 Heisman Update. I don't talk about this a lot, but just for the record, I have a Heisman vote. Yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> just for the record, I want to make sure that That's people are aware of that. Hey, right, so, my number one's never changing. All right, well, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of games to be played, and this is a very unique year for the Heisman because the votes are actually due while games haven't been played yet. <laughs> That's just, but you're really going to make it. But I will say going in here, as I will give you my top three, I'm only basing my vote on games that have been played. There's no career award in my book. It's simply based on what you've done this season. And with that, here is my current number three. Zach and shotgun settles in a clean pocket. Now hit as he throws deep down the near side to Dax. Mill makes the catch. He's going to go 40, 30, 20, 10, and just like that. BYU on top. That is the BYU Sports Radio Network. That sounds like Sam a little bit. How about that? Uh, <laughs> quarterback Zach Wilson of BYU. I've been I've been waiting to try to sneak him in, and he's there now. 79% completion rate this year. 12 touchdowns, just a single pick. BYU is undefeated, 5-0 after winning last night. Four more touchdown passes. Zach Wilson, BYU quarterback, is my current number three. Here's my number two. Here's Mack on a quick screen right side, finding the edge. Devontae, he is there. Turns the corner. Does he step out? No. Touchdown, Alabama. Eli Gold from the Learfield IMG College, Mac Jones. Everyone said, well, how do you replace Tua Tungavailoa? Well, he's done a pretty good job this year. Leads the nation 
in passing efficiency. How about 80% completion rate? Eight touchdowns, just a single pick. Of course, he has a huge game tonight against number three, Georgia. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones are good, but not good enough for number one. And they'll fake it to ETN. Lawrence back to pass, but he'll load it up. Going to go long. Got a man breaking open. Hits it. That's Rodgers. And Rodgers is on his way to the end zone all the way for a touchdown. Clemson Tigers Radio Network. We know he'll be in the number one pick in the NFL draft. We already know as a true freshman, he led this team to a national championship. Got him to the national championship game a year ago. But that's not why he's number one. It's what he's doing this year, and he's proven it again today. Already out of this game, blowing out Georgia Tech. That kid's amazing. Trevor Lawrence is, he, although he did throw, I believe, his first interception of the year today. I think it's 14 touchdowns, one pick. Uh, but uh, number one team, number one player, Trevor Lawrence, is my current number one in the Heisman chase. Pretty marketable guy, too, wouldn't you say, for the NFL, Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, you know, he's Johnny B. Good. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the, uh, I like the, the long hair. Got the hair. long, flowing hair. Yeah, like Cali boy. Yeah. Where is he from? I believe he's from Georgia. Is Am he I from not? Georgia? He's yeah. a Georgia boy? I believe he is. Yeah. I, let me check it He looks it like out. a little surfer kid. Love it. Trevor yeah, Lawrence, he's uh, from, well, he was born in Knoxville, but he- Went learned, to high school in Georgia. Yeah, so he grew up, in fact- Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence are like rivals in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And by the way, the reason I don't have Justin Fields in my top three, because there's a lot of Ohio State fans saying, what about our guy? He hadn't played a game yet. So I can't can't put a guy in a top three when he actually hasn't played a game. Now, once he starts a season next week, Things could change dramatically. I'm a big Justin Fields fan. Here's a little high school knowledge on uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. From his sophomore year to his senior year, he led the Purple Hurricanes, by the way, great mascot, Purple Hurricanes, to 41 straight victories, winning two state championships and four region titles. Right. And he's 29 and one as a starting quarterback at Clemson. The lone loss, obviously, the blowout lost LSU in last year's championship game. So the guy, guy knows how to win. Uh, the NFL is, they're just frothing right now. I mean, think about this. A couple of years ago, the New York Jets, who at least right now are the worst team in the NFL, Catino, I think everyone can agree to that. Uh, Levy and Bell, cut by the Jets. I guess they just want to make sure they get, they want to get worse. How about so the they, Chiefs? They, but you Lashie just, Wallace loves the Kansas City Chiefs for whatever reason. He's from Philly. He loves him. He called me bragging this today. I don't, yeah, well, that's what you call a front, that's called a front runner. No, he's been forever. Really? Lit- literally since we were kids, for whatever reason. Really? Can- I swear. Can- there must have been a player on the Chiefs he liked, right? I have no clue. Who, we Steve always- Bono? <laughs> <laughs> was he a Derek Thomas fan? Yeah. Okay, well, that's that's easy to like. Anyway, um, but when you talk about Trevor Lawrence being the number one pick in the NFL draft, the Jets, remember, they just took Sam Darnold. Yeah. Sam Darnold was going to be, a lot of people thought Cleveland made a mistake because they took Baker Mayfield instead of Sam Darnold. Darnold goes to the Jets. I, I promise you this. If the Jets have the number one pick in the draft, they are taking Trevor Lawrence. They better. Sam Darnold, sorry. Here goes somewhere else. Listen, every, 
One man and then you say Sam Darnold, was he really that bad or is it just wrong place? I mean, think about it. Le'Veon Bell was the best running back in the league, and he goes to the Jets and you didn't even hear anything. Well, does that bode well if you're Trevor Lawrence? I mean, if you're Trevor Lawrence. I don't like now, to first see young all, guys get into If you're bad Trevor Lawrence, like think about early. it. Joe Namath goes to the Jets in the 60s and a legend was born, okay? Trevor Lawrence in New York? Hmm? I mean, the Jet people have to understand. In New York, the Jets are so far removed from the Giants. Like, the Giants are way up here. But his personality, I don't think, is a New York kind of personality anyway. It's not. not even an adjustment. But you know what's interesting? Joe Namath was a pretty easygoing guy in high school, he Beaver big Falls, city Alabama. But he, he wasn't, he wasn't a big city. And... He was from Beaver Falls. Right, he but, went to Alabama where, you know, he wasn't some guy. That yeah, but was, this guy, this guy's getting married at 21 years old. This guy, Ter- Trevor Lawrence, yeah. right? He's from Georgia. I mean, Joe was like the pretty boy with the eyes and yeah. the fur coats and five girls on his well, arm. I, I mean, Trevor's prettier like Rick, than – Trevor's like Rick more Flair. pretty boy than Joe Namath. No, he wasn't. You don't think Trevor Lawrence? Are you no, kidding me? No, no. What? No. J- Joe? Joe. D- yes, Joe. <laughs> Joe on. had the swagger. Joe Namath was hold on. All right. Come on, man. A young Joe versus yeah, side by look side. Look at that. A young Joe. That's the look you needed back then. Well, back then. Yeah, that's the look. Yeah. Look at that look. Look at that pretty boy. So and Trevor Lawrence not a pretty boy? No, he is just different. Look different. At that. Look it? at that right there. So Trevor the, Lawrence yeah. is such a pretty boy. He looks like a pretty girl. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's just saying. Is, is he too pretty? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to judge. Okay, so like back that, then, but... like, think about this, Gav. Right back then, the JFKs and the you know all those different kinds of cats back then, tall, dark, and handsome. That was Joe Namath. Yeah. Hair, eyebrows, pretty eyes. That was that was what women wanted back in the sixties well, and seventies. Again, here's here's the key. If you're gonna be that guy, you gotta be the guy that all the women want to be with and that all the guys want to be. That was Joe. All right. So when you look at Trevor Lawrence marketing the guy, the, the, assuming, the guys, guys assuming don't be that him. he has all the success on the football field, is that a guy that guys want to be? Is that a guy the girls want to be with? Sometimes you know a girl, a guy can be, girls don't want to be guys with guys that are prettier than them. Well, let me tell you something. Right? You know, this is the fun, the false hope yeah. of people, think about this, Gav, yeah. Sam, uh, uh, Gas, the false hope of people, when a person is single and they're attractive, you have so much more fans and marketing. When you become married or engaged and everything, you're like, you yourself is off the market. Yeah. You're off the market for society. Mm. And it's just kind of like it's not that appealing, like, desire or hope that he sees or she sees me. Right. It's the weirdest thing. So this kid getting, yeah, this kid gets engaged, about to get married, you know, to look like his college sweetheart or whatever right. it is. It's just no, it's no attraction. It's no, it's no like marketing wise. What, what, what most key, you can't plague him as a sex symbol because his, his wife's not going for it. And right? the people, the women don't, they don't, the, the marriage status doesn't really enter into it. Okay. I mean, it really comes down to personality. I will say this though, if the Jets do end up with Trevor Lawrence, you want to be able to market the guy. You can still do that. I mean, you want to get him I, out there. I remember there. when... Look at Tom Brady. Look at Tom Brady course. from the time he was drafted, the makeover on Tom Brady. Well, From it, the teeth to the hair he had put in. You remember... The whole look of Tom Brady changed dramatically to fit the idea of being that guy.
They're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. All right, we'll continue this conversation. We have plenty of football we want to get to, but first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the claim-free discount, which gives you money off your homeowner's policy if you've been claim-free for three consecutive years. Also applies for three successive years, three years straight, and what's known to insurance fans as the claim-free three-peat. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. First and goal for the Gamecocks. Harris left side. Got a touchdown. Touchdown, Carolina. Touchdown, Kevin Harris. Todd Ellis from Learfield IMG College. How about this game? South Carolina leading number 15, Auburn, 27 to 19, coming to the end of the third quarter in that game. So, Boy, I mean, Kentucky just crushing Tennessee 34-7, to number 18, Tennessee in deep trouble, obviously, in that game. 
Uh, Miami-Pittsburgh. Gavin, this was a game I almost uh, went with today. Pitt was a 13-point underdog at Miami, and the play was to take Pittsburgh and the points. I didn't trust that. But right now, 12 minutes to go, they're covering. 28-19 Canes. You think that's going to hold up? I do. Um, I am not a big believer in the Canes, but mm. – uh, so we'll see how this ends. But, man, Steve, what's going on with your bets this year? It's been unbelievable. Last year I was 11-0 to start the year. 11-0. 11 college football games against the spread, one a week, 11-0. This year, 1-4. and four. And all four of my losses were favorites to cover the spread, and in all four cases they lost straight up. So, so you could way- say it's easily as effective. You just go against me. It's a winner, right? Clemson continues to pour it on with a backup quarterback. Yes. Can we start saying Trevor Lawrence is a system quarterback now? No, he's not a system quarterback. He's he's that good. <laughs> he is actually 400 that good. 400 yards on the day. Uh, by the way, a reminder, guys, it's October, and what does that mean? It's Geico Ween, of course. Don't be spooked by high rates on car insurance. Geico is brewing up spellbinding savings. That they're crafting just for you. See how much you could save. Get a quote today at Geico.com. Is uh, Halloween a big holiday for you? Uh, big time. Big time. You're a big Halloween fan. My kids love it. They yeah. just want to dress up. On now, all are, what's the deal this year for your kids? Are they going to go trick-or-treating? Is there a designated area? Well, we may dress up and, uh, you know. Mm. But uh, there's some drive-through kind of like uh, spooky places and mm-hmm. stuff. So we'll we'll, fig- we'll figure it Did out. Did you have a go-to uh, Halloween costume? You know, back in the day. You know, yeah, like- I like being Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, yeah. I like Dracula. Blackula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a movie. That was. I 70s. remember Blackula. Absolutely. Yeah, it was in the 70s. Uh, so you were a good Blackula. I was. I'm yeah. nice. I'm really good. I'm really good. <laughs> did you do your own makeup, or no, did no, you no, have I, help, or yeah, what happened? Yeah, I would hire. Uh, I would hire. <laughs> you would hire somebody, yeah, yes. just to do the makeup. You know, you want to get in full character, uh-huh. you know, now, with the blood dripping. And where from would the you teeth. go? I mean, they do parties or what? Yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially here in LA, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing. I love it. And how like, do ladies react to Blackula? Oh, they love them. <laughs> they love them. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think maybe maybe I should just stay Blackula if if I have that kind of appeal as Blackula? Yeah, I was thinking that, but you know. <laughs> I have never been a Halloween person. No, no. you never dressed up. No, unless serious, unless man? it was absolutely necessary. I, I it mean, is. You, uh, I know. I mean, some people are. Like, I. It's like my least favorite holiday. What? Yeah, I'm just. Jeez. I'm the polar opposite. Chris, Christmas and I never Halloween is it. my favorite. I never got it. I I wasn't into it as a kid. I'm not into it as an adult. I just love to see it. But you, just I just amazing. addressed you as Blackula. Yeah, is where Blackula. we are. Hey, did you know the World Series is next week? We're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We got two baseball games we got to get to today. Continuing on this Saturday, big day of college football. Clemson is up 66 to 7. Is there no mercy? <laughs> I mean, no mercy. Trevor Lord's long out of this game. 66 7. Why? On the road against Georgia Tech. All right, once again, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 50 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. You know, when we talk, we'll look at a game like this, uh, where they're now into the fourth quarter, 66-7 Clemson, on the road against Georgia Tech. Did you ever have a coach who told you to take your foot off the gas? I mean, you played high school football, you played basketball these years. 
where you're just annihilating an opponent and the coach said, all right, let's let's let up, guys. Yeah. You did. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We we would get to a point where, you know, you don't want to embarrass the other coach because karma is a, is a, is, a, is something else. Yeah. So, um, you know, th- this amazing team uh, could have hurt players, and you go back and play that same team again, and that team will remember that. So, our coach would, you know, uh, you know, hey guys, come on, hold the ball, you know, that type of thing. Kansas State. Football was the worst football in the nation for a long time. In fact, they had the losingest record of the 20th century at one point. And Bill Snyder became their head coach, taking over this insanely miserable program. His first year, they were 1-10, in 10, which was their normal in the old Big 8 conference. But it didn't take long for him to suddenly turn that program around. And the reason I mentioned Kansas State football in the 90s is that when they got to that level where they were good Mm -hmm. and all those years they had been humiliated by the Oklahomas and the Nebraskas, Mm -hmm. they'd roll up 60, 70 points, whatever they could on Kansas State, he started doing it to other teams, and he rolled it up. I mean, they outmanned teams 66, 68. They're just rolling up numbers. Right. And, you know, he would be asked, you know, like, you know, you ever think of letting up a little bit? And he goes, nobody ever did on us. You're right. Listen, so now that we can do it, yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to do it. You, I, I don't have – I've never had a problem with rolling up scores, even if I was on the receiving end of it. You know, it's funny thing is it's like some people – it's the weirdest thing to me. It's like I'm, I'm – growing up, I came from a tough background of mm-hmm. coaches where yeah. they cuss you out and they love you, but they cuss you out. And it wasn't black coaches. It was white coaches cussing you out. And you would think, wow, you know, when you were younger, I wasn't thinking about racist. I was just thinking about, you know, he's want me to become better because that's just who we were. Football, basketball, right. everything. And now it's so case, everything is so case sensitive for the past like 15 odd years. It's been so case sensitive. Yes. And oh, and you're, you know, be a good sport and, you know, you don't have to win every time. I'm like, you know what? Kick rocks. I, I want to <laughs> win. I don't even, why are you playing? Exactly. You play, to what? you play to what? Lose? Everybody gets a trophy? No. I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like it. And when it does to a lot of people, it puts them in this comfort zone that it's okay to fail. It's okay to not try. And even if you try your best and you you well, are you really trying your best? Because you're still gonna get a trophy. That's what it says right now. I'm I remember cool. uh my daughter was uh an exceptional athlete at five years old. Five years old. She's in her first soccer league. And in one game, she had seven goals before anything happened. She kept stealing the ball from the other girls going down and scoring. And I'm getting these dirty looks from the other parents like, what do you want me to tell her? Stop playing? She's five. Yeah. What do you want me to tell her? We did tell her the next time, share the ball more with your teammates. So the next game, she would make like set up one of her teammates to actually score a goal, and then when she was sure everyone scored, then she started going off again. Yeah, I'm, and I'm getting these dirty looks. Like, what do you want me to do? Don't get mad at me. I'm sorry. Did no. you ever have a player like? I mean, you, you guy gets a hot hand on you, and he's just lighting you up. You're doing everything you can. He's just in the groove. He's in the he's in the zone. That's what it is. You know what are you gonna do? That's what it is. All right. Baseball. We are. Close to the World Series is going to start on Tuesday. Tuesday will be game one of the World Series. Game one of the National League Championship Series between the Dodgers and the Braves. 
one up, that was Monday, against Dancing with the Stars and Big Brother and finished third. (laughs) That's right. Game one of the National League Championship Series featuring the Dodgers and the Braves lost to Dancing with the Stars. Shout out to Charles Oakley. And Big Brother. They did beat out American Ninja, barely. Baseball, I mean, that's... That is that is rough. Did you see Charles Oakley on Dancing with the Stars? I saw highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's doing... How would you do right now in Dancing with the Stars? I'm I'm a good dancer. Well, why don't you go on the show? No, I don't want to do that. Why not? I, I, they I pay you money to be on that show, by the way. Yeah, I know. I know. I I just I don't I don't. I think mean, I, people don't just show up. On I don't that think show. I have Believe the conf- me, I don't think something. I have the confidence to do that. Like. Of course you do, because you first of all you would be a, with a professional dancer, and she would uh, she would teach all the moves. You get out there, you kill it. Kill it. Yeah. Yeah. A, a woman who might have killed her husband is on the show. I think yeah. you do fine. Right. I mean, she fed him to the uh, Tigers. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Carol Baskin is That was the woman the from star. Tiger King. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one that killed her husband, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he allegedly. was a see-something else. The Tiger King, he was yeah, something that, else. Yeah, huh? he's a good guy. Um, he's a good guy. <laughs> so we have... We have Major League Baseball losing head-to-head against Dancing with the Stars and Big Brother, but barely beating out American Ninja. Here's the thing about Major League Baseball. Baseball, and this has been this way for many years, it's regional. It's not national anymore. Baseball does not have a lot of national appeal. What it does have, though, is a lot of regional or local appeal. They'll pull up numbers locally. But they can't move the sports national needle. I mean, we were talking about that Sunday night, last Sunday night. So the NFL game got 15 million viewers. Mm-hmm. Game six of the NBA Finals got 8.29 million viewers. Game one of the American League Championship Series got 2 million viewers. It's the League Championship Series. You know what I'm, I'm telling you? 2 million I, viewers. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. When you have so many, if you had a whole bunch of football games, yeah. you would, after a while, people are not interested in watching it so much. Really? That's why it shouldn't be that many. A hundred, 400 baseball games, 200 basketball yeah. games. You get bored. Yes. No, well, I don't know. How about want this? It. You know, getting back to the NBA finals, there were some 100 theories why the numbers were down. Some people talk about the social justice message. I looked at it differently because to me, it was the court. We've been looking at the exact same court for four months, right? It's like people were married. I mean, it's like the game game six of the NBA finals looked like this first game of the bubble. Same court. I didn't. Did I see any change? Was I, there any change I, in that court? Because that court looked for the, the finals. They, you know what it would have been better. I think that they they put colors. But you know what? You know what would have been. You know what would have been better. It didn't look if any they, different they to me. They flew in the 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 backdrop of. I mean the 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 floor. Mm-hmm. So whoever was home, they would put it their home floor, right? Like it'd have been. That would have been cool. Every game looked the same. Every yeah. time you turn on an NBA game, same court. Yeah, you could say they, right? that would have been cool, right? Did you honestly notice? First of all, because the Black Lives Matter was so prominent on the court at midcourt, the fact that they might have put a different decal for that team or 
No one in noticed the, that. In the opposite sides, yeah. Yeah. You still have the same digital uh, That's not what you fans, saw. You're looking at you know, midcourt. The right? 50 or so fan seats, you know. So ultimately, I never even asked you this since the NBA season is officially over. What did you make of the bubble? And and by the way, what's been the feedback? Have you heard anything from anybody that was there? Are we going to hear stories about what life in the bubble was all about? Or yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, I've I've heard from some guys, and it was tough mentally, right? Because you're isolated, right? And you're dealing with the same thing for three and a half, four months of uh, repetitive, like the, the Groundhog Day of things, right? Well, you, you go gotta, fishing, right? right yeah, they but you got me. Listen, they uh, was asking AD the other day in a podcast. <laughs> They were asked, uh, was it Jimmy Kimmel was asking AD? Yeah. He's like, yo, when, is, when, when are you going to go back to Disney? And he said, yo, I'm going to give this two years because yeah. you can only do but so much in this isolated area, right, to have so much fun. So you need to do like. So the no Disney. No I, Disney. That's like me. I, I Out of college, I, I worked in a movie theater for mm-hmm. about a year and a half. Yeah. I couldn't eat popcorn for years. Oh, gosh. The smell of, I, mean, I love popcorn, but for years I couldn't eat it. You just it. couldn't do it. It was around it. All the time. Yeah, it's just too. It's just too much, right? You need yeah. a, you need a new scenery. Yeah. Um, and, so you haven't really heard any specific stories about the bubble. No, or? not not yet. Uh, there's a lot of different things where guys struggle mentally mm-hmm. uh, because you you know you, you need to be free. You need to go amongst yourself and yeah. do certain stuff, and you're you can't. You, mm-hmm. you literally you can't bring people in. You can't do this. You can't do that. And you know, it's, 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 a, it's a it's a. <laughs> It's a tough, it's a tough situation for for guys, especially when you're used to mm-hmm. being, you know, um, a little more flexible. I like my isolation. No, you don't have. That's not an isolation. Yeah, Steve. yeah. It's no, it's not an isolation. <laughs> that's that's you've created that world. They didn't yes. create that world. <laughs> you create the world. You can go back and forth and do whatever you feel like doing. That's yeah, not I an do. isolation. Ah, uh, that freedom. Oh God. Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. <laughs> that freedom. Freedom. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. I think we've exhausted our baseball talk, right? No, we won't. We, I, I tell you what, I do want to get to the Clayton Kershaw situation. And where do you think he goes from here? Well, I'm. That's a great question, and I'll answer that coming up next. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. You know, when this song first came out, being an L.A. guy, we loved it. You know, New York, New York had a song. Chicago had a song. San Francisco had a song. Sweet Home Alabama. They never had anything. And then, you know, Newman puts out this song, and it's like, it's cool. Did you, um, when this song came out, Catino, did you, um, were you an L.A. hater? or? <laughs> I mean, you're a Philly guy. Never, I, mean, I was never an L.A. hater. Never had. No, so. never. Well, who's singing it is what I'm asking. It's Randy Newman. Randy Newman. There you go. The, the the video was great because obviously I knew everything in the video. Well, you grew I, up like this is the '80s, right? Yeah. So we grew up with John Hughes, you know, mm-hmm. this type yeah. of music. Yes. It was the Cindy Loppers and the you know all that kind of Boy George and you know Crazy Colors and Polka and you know all that. It was just you know Dusty Rose and Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. It was like fun. Yeah. It was everything was intertwined. It wasn't black white nothing. It was just 
life. Yeah, right? 1983 uh, Trouble in Paradise album for Randy Newman. I and, mean, that was amazing, right? Because 85 yeah. was one of the best mm. years of, of movies of all time. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, it was just so many cool things that was mm. going on back then. Back to the Future and Well, I was living it. See, I was working for the Raiders Breakfast at this time. Club I was already working for the LA Raiders. It was a different world, different world. See, we didn't know. See, uh, on the East Coast, you were a kid. this was like a different world. Yeah, I know We that. didn't know none of that stuff. Now, of course you did. So, I remember this TV show, a uh, soap opera called Santa Barbara. Oh, yes, absolutely. And, and I would look at him like, I want to move mm, out there. You want to be out here. By the ocean. It was so beautiful. Just Loved weird it. for me. Born in Hollywood, Valley Kid. I mean, this was, I, I don't know anything different. This has been my home my entire life. I do. Uh, <laughs> I know you do. All right. Hey, by the way, on November 6th and 7th, the world's best thoroughbreds will compete in 14 exhilarating races worth $31 million in purses and awards at the Breeders' Cup. World Championships. Learn more about the Breeders' Cup World Championships at breederscup.com slash 2020. Every once in a while in the sports world, things happen that defy explanation. And that is the case when it comes to Clayton Kershaw. I don't know if people really understand Clayton Kershaw's career and his place in baseball history. He has never lost the Atlanta Braves, right? Until the uh, oh, other day. Uh, oh. All right, so let me, here's the deal. So Clayton Kershaw's career ERA, career, regular season, is 243. That is the lowest career ERA of any starting pitcher in the last 100 years. And it's not even close. So let's just put that in perspective. His career ERA of 243 regular season, right. is the lowest of any starting pitcher in baseball by far over the last 100 years. He has won three Cy Young Awards. He's won an MVP award. He has finished in the top three voting for the Cy Young Awards six times. Okay? That is Clayton Kershaw. His career winning percentage is almost 700, 697. 243 ERA in the regular season in 35 postseason games, and that's a large sample size. 28 of them starts. His ERA is 431. So we go back to game four. Now, the Dodgers survived last night. There will be a game six, but if they do lose this series to the Braves and the odds are still against them, people are going to go back to, fair or not, Kershaw in game four. But is this really on Kershaw? Or is it on Dave Roberts? Here was a stat, you know, because baseball's into the analytics, right? They're Mm -hmm. all into analytics. So you got game four going. It's weird because the Dodgers can't hit a kid who is barely – he hadn't thrown a pitch in three weeks in a game. His career ERA was over five, and they have one hit against this guy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so all this focus on Kershaw. But here's a stat you can't deny. So in the postseason, it's been a mixed bag. It's not that Kershaw has gotten shelled every time. But from the sixth inning on, that's 35 postseason games, 28 of them starts. From the sixth inning on, over the course of his postseason career, his ERA is 731. So it was a 1-1 game, and now we go to the sixth inning, and Dave Roberts decides... He's only thrown 71 pitches. He's good. 
He gets out of the mound, hit, double, they take him out. Tidal wave, game over, Braves win. First time he had ever lost a game, by the way, to the Braves in his entire career. So is that, that mental, is that on what? is that on Kershaw? Or is that on the manager ignoring the the numbers that say if you take if you put him out on the mound in the sixth inning, bad things happen. I think that's I think that's on Kershaw for me. Just as I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Because being an athlete and understanding when you're playing what your your downfalls are, right? Let's say Nick Anderson in the free throws right. back in, or Carl Malone his free throws, or whoever is having these mental blocks, right? We mm-hmm. all have them. Um, you go to these different type of sports psychiatrists or psychologists that to help you overcome those things. Because listen, Kershaw, that's not the first time he's done that. Like I said, statistically, these things happen to him in playoffs a lot. So you have a hell of a, a regular season, and then the playoffs comes, and something happens wrong. So let's figure out why, right? Let's 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 go back to the mind and what are you thinking and blah blah. You know, all these different types of things that you have to really you know take into in consideration. So I think it's for him, and I don't know if he got help in the summer or got help off season to be able to understand that when this comes up, what is my? Do I squeeze this or do I? meditate this do I say this to myself to trick my mind so I won't doubt myself because what I'm seeing as an athlete and playing at a high level is that you're doubting something about yourself and it, the universe is taking over that all right I'll kick it back to LeBron dishing out to Danny Green all right mm-hmm. so you're Frank Vogel and if the Lakers had lost that series mm-hmm. and you go back to that missed shot so there's 16.8 seconds to go. You got plenty of time to set up. You know Miami's going to double LeBron. He knows he's going to get double. Mm-hmm. So he's doing exactly what he wants to do. I'm going to penetrate and I'm going to dish out to one of my teammates for an open shot, wide open shot. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers know this. The Lakers knew this. They they're when they're designing a play. All right. So LeBron's going to drive. They're going to double you. Were they making LeBron drive that way because okay. he's twenty-seven percent? Okay, going to his right. So if that if they decide in the huddle, this ball's coming to you, Danny. You're going to get a wide open look. Where do you want it? Top of the key. Boom. You're going to get it right there. Top. You're right there. We're going to give you the ball. Mm-hmm. So the the coach is trusting the player. Now all of a sudden you're looking like, how many big shots has Danny Green made for the Lakers this year? How many times has he stepped up? and knock down a big shot for the Lakers this season. None. So, as it turns out, he barely brushes the front of the rim. He short-armed it, almost an air ball is what it was. It barely brushed the front of the rim. And they go on to lose that game. So, this gets back to the trust that a coach has in a player that he is able to step up and make that shot as opposed to the numbers that tell you, no, he's not going to make that shot. Look at the record. He hasn't made any of these shots for you all season long. So ultimately, is that on the player or is that on the coach ignoring the numbers saying, I believe in you. You can do this. That's what I'm asking. This is what, again, Dave Roberts ignored the fact they Clayton Kershaw from the sixth inning on in the postseason as a 731 ERA. Well, the difference in that, what you're saying, the difference in that 
it's a little confusing for the listeners and the different people. The difference in that is Danny Green has always performed, especially in the playoffs, where he's set records in hitting threes. So LeBron knows that because Danny Green and the San Antonio Spurs beat LeBron in him. Yeah. So he saw that firsthand. Yeah. So he's trusting someone that prior to this year has mm-hmm. been has been a, a great knockdown shooter. Yes. One of the best. He was. Especially in the playoffs. Right. Okay? He's hit, what, 50-something, 59? Mm-hmm. He's top four of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this Kershaw situation, this is Danny's first year of really playing is making my skin crawl. Mm-hmm. But Kershaw's been doing this for some playoffs now. It's not the first time he's doing this where he just goes blank on you. It's not the first. So my thing is, it's not about the manager. It's about you trying to figure out. But this is a Hall of Fame pitcher. I understand it. But for him, he needs to figure out if he's in tune with himself, just like you may be in tune with yourself. You eat a certain food. You're like, ah, you know what? That's not me. So when you go out next time, you say, you know what? Am I going to penalize myself? Or do I know I shouldn't eat that? So you yourself should understand that I'm not getting as far as I should. So in all off seasons, those three or four off seasons that you could have took the Dodgers to another level, you didn't. You yourself should say, you know what? Let me go to some mental health person. I mean, not mental health, uh, some sports psychologist and say, yo, I need help. Let's figure this out. So when I get in this position again, I can at least fight through that. How many players, seriously, great players, I'm not just talking running mill, but great players that you played with or against over your career were a totally different player in the playoffs than they were in the regular season. Uh, on the other side, we're in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, also, John Pomerosi is going to be joining us. We're going to get a, a preview of who's going to actually end up in the World Series. But first, let's find out what's trending right now as we bring back Mr. David Gascon. Here's the problem. Yeah. Is that there are a lot of guys... Steve, that are, I know I'll date you a little bit, Mm. but you have a lot of guys like yourself that have watched the game of baseball for a long time. Yes. And you know that there are guys like Sandy Koufax who had absolutely little to no run support. Yes. And the problem is, is with Kershaw is when you're in Los Angeles, it's different than let's say if you were in Colorado or maybe with the Chicago White Sox or of course like in Miami or wherever it may be is that you get the immediate comparison because he's a southpaw to Koufax. And you have a lot of scribes, local and national, that equate what he is as a pitcher to Sandy Koufax. Now, I obviously was not around to see Koufax, but I get to listen to you guys. Dad loves Koufax. And there are thousands of people that will say Koufax, Gibson, Drysdale, Seaver, like those guys are shut down guys. And if you need a game seven winner, you give the ball to Koufax. Right. Okay. Yeah. Kershaw's not that guy. Kershaw's not even Oral Hershiser when he was the Bulldog. But his regular season numbers arguably are even more dominant than Koufax. But that is that doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean, it does mean something because it, ultimately that's what's it, going to get you in the Hall of Fame. That, that means return. That means return an investment for yeah. a regular season so, accolade. As much as you, you're so right, yes. Because as much as I love Tracy McGrady and one of the most talented players ever to play the game, you can't even get out the first round. Right. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean it doesn't matter what you did in the regular season. Right? Like, yeah, I was good in the – but I, I, if I played more postseason games, maybe I would excel, maybe I wouldn't have. Yeah. He played more postseason games. But you're the you're the leader. 
You, he's the leader. Yeah. He's That's the guy a great that gets analogy. You over a, I mean, a hump. I mean, All right, gun uh, to my head, Madison Bumgarner over Clayton Kershaw in the postseason every given time. Right. But regular season, there's no comparison well, in favor of Kershaw. Yeah, of course. All right, not. we got Morosi on there. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll ask him that. Clemson, 73-7 over Georgia Tech, guys. That game finally went foul. Trevor Lawrence, 440 yards passing and five touchdowns. Kentucky did something they have not done in 36 years. They won in Knoxville over Tennessee, 34-7. Notre Dame, a couple field goals, 6-0 over Louisville as we speak. And, of course, later on today, Nick Saban will be coaching for Alabama. They take on number three, Georgia. So it's two versus three kickoff time as at 8 o'clock Eastern. That'll be the primetime game. Guys, back to you. All right, David, thank you. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more in your car insurance at Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Joining us right now, as he so graciously does, in the midst of so many things on his plate, John Paul Morosi, our Fox Sports MLB reporter. He does uh he does everything when it comes to Major League Baseball and everything else. All right, JP, before we get to the games today, let's start, talk about this whole Kershaw thing again. And I was talking about who's who's really to blame here. Kershaw for once again failing to deliver in the manner that a first ballot Hall of Fame pitcher should in the postseason. Or Dave Roberts ignoring the fact that from the sixth inning on in his postseason career, that's 35 games, 28 of them starts, he has a 731 ERA. So is that on Kershaw or is that on Dave Roberts showing faith in him and ignoring the numbers? Well, uh, good afternoon, first of all. I, I, I think a couple things here. Number one, you knew Kershaw was going to pitch a game in this series. And I think overall, you look at his last, I think, five postseason starts, his ERA is under four. So not great, but also I think not as bad as what his worst critics would, would say it has been. And I think that where he was slotted in the rotation was, was fair, I think, to begin this series. Uh, obviously, it was a pivotal game for him to pitch. I think the pitch making was okay. Certainly, he had a very good start earlier in the postseason against the Brewers. I, I think his role now, and it's been quite clear based on how the Dodgers have arranged their rotation, He's not their ace at this moment in time. Uh, Walker Bueller is their ace. So they've got him, of course, pitching in, in a huge game six here today. So I, I think if, if you're expecting Kershaw to be at his peak, what he was when he was winning the Cy Young every year, uh, I think you're going to be disappointed. If you view him as a two or three starter, then a, as a two or three starter, if your ERA is, is somewhere between three and four in the postseason, which basically it's been for Kershaw the last five or six starts, then I think you, you have a much better chance of being realistic in your overall assessment of what he is. Was his last start great? No, it was, it was fair. I don't think it was terrible. It was fair. And I think that that sort of has been uh, what has been par for him in recent postseason starts. So, so that's a, that's a, what's up, buddy. This is Catino. Yeah. Thanks, Catino. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about, right? Listen, I'm not, I'm not the biggest, uh, uh, um, uh, I, you know, I don't have the knowledge that you guys have when it comes to baseball, but I do watch baseball. I love the Phillies. I grew up Phillies. You know, uh, took my taking my son to games when we when we were younger and being in Philadelphia a lot. But I, I mean, looking at Kershaw, and I'm like, all this praise he gets during the regular season, and then during the post seasons, he's been, you know, and and not to, I, listen as a former athlete or player myself. You know, I don't want to dump on anybody else, but like you know, Steve saying he's a Hall of Famer, which he is. But my thing is, it's like I'm I, my personally, if I know I have a mental block, 
because that's what that seems like to me. It seems like he gets in his head, and he's because of a of a last incident, he starts to he starts to. Once it gets close again, fifth, sixth, seventh inning, he starts to think negatively again to himself. My major in college was communications and sports psychology. So I'm just thinking of the psyche behind it because I've been in situations, especially in my younger years, where I get nervous in the second quarter or in the beginning of the third quarter until I learn how to control the game where it's like, oh, my God, team that you're about to play or you're playing and you're up. And even if they make a little bit of comeback, you start to think, oh, I don't want to lose, right, opposed to doing what you do to win. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's his mental that's tricking him like that, you know. I I, I don't know. Some some guys, I just just want to know. I I would go to, like, you know, someone helped me with my thinking. I, I, I just don't I don't understand it because you're not doing anything different. If you're so great in the regular season, you should you should be that in the postseason. I mean, I, these people in the postseason don't fear you. So they don't fear you because it's something that you're there's some kind of energy that you're putting off to to, to the to, you know, to the opponent that I don't know. I, I you can help me with that one, but I just don't I don't understand it. Well, no, it's it's a fair point, Catino, and I would say this, um, and I think this is true for a lot of athletes, and, and you know this better than me. There is at times such a thing as wanting something too badly, and I think sometimes wanting something too much, uh, maybe it starts to hurt your execution a little bit. Right. And and that may have been the case with Kershaw. I also think that the Dodgers have at times, sometimes I, I believe, either either overplayed his role relative to what it should have been. For example, the playoffs last year, which the, the home runs he gave up to Soto and Rendon are, are I think, a key reason why there's still this, uh, this sense that he has been letting people down in the playoffs. And it, really, that was not a spot he should have been in. He should not have been. In, why, in what circumstance is your go-to starting pitcher also, the guy that you're going to as a situational pitcher, effectively, in the sixth or seventh inning of a playoff game. Sometimes it happens, but, but not for somebody who is in his 30s as, as Clayton is. It, just, it didn't seem to me to be the optimal situation to succeed. And I think that's where sometimes, and, and I'll make this point broadly for the Dodgers, whether it's Kershaw or somebody else, I think at times the, the analytics would suggest that they use a pitcher in a way that's not really – uh, for the pitcher's confidence or their presentability on that day, the best way to use them. And, and I think so sometimes there's a little bit of a countervailing force where maybe a little more consistency in how they use them. I think we've even seen it with Dustin May so far in these postseason games. He's been bouncing around from roll to roll, and, and I'm just not sure that that's necessarily the, the, the best way to use him. And I think that's been the case with Kershaw at times as well. All right, I have a vision in my head right now. I have a vision that the World Series is over. Commissioner Rob Manfred handing the trophy to Jim Crane, the owner of the Houston Astros. Uh, The Astros have a chance to do something that's only been done once in baseball history, and that is come back from a 3-0 deficit as they take on the Rays Game 7 of the ALCS tonight. Ultimately, if the Astros were, still a long shot for a team, by the way, that had a losing record this year, but if they go on to win the World Series, and this is the same Jim Crane, the owner of the Astros, after the cheating scandal, said in no way is our 2017 World Series championship tainted or invalid in any way. Just how comfortable would that situation be for baseball? On top of the fact, though, that Dusty Baker would be a World Series winning manager for the first time, one of baseball's favorite sons. 
Well, you're right, and there would be a lot of emotions. I think, first of all, first of all, the, the very first point I'll make is that the, the Casino Mobley series still could happen here. Yeah. We, we could still have the, the Dodgers and the Astros there, Houston and L.A. Love um, it. Uh, so I think for, for Dusty, you're right. There would be a lot of people around the game who say, love it for Dusty, thrilled for Dusty, but, not, but might not necessarily be thrilled for his players. And I think that's, that's maybe – the, the, the way that people would feel. And by the way, this affirms why he was the best choice to manage this team, because he is probably one of the only people in the game who is beloved so much that you would actually have people around the sport pulling for Houston in that situation. Let's, let's be honest. I think we all realize that neutral fans probably are not necessarily rooting for, for the Astros, even though in fairness, I think Ron Darling made a very good point about this on the, on the TBS broadcast in the last week with respect to Altuve, you can both have issues with the way that they conducted themselves three years ago and also have empathy for what Altuve is doing now. We, we are a country of second chances, and we could say that in, in, in this sense that perhaps they have at least earned the right to have a second chance. And we would have to acknowledge if they win the World Series this year that they have done so forthrightly. There, there's been clearly no, no untoward behavior this season because it's not possible. And, and I think that that would, I think, as Carlos Correa has made the point, perhaps uh, that that would certainly uh, maybe redeem themselves a little bit and, and perhaps cast their achievements in a little different light. But the reality is, uh, I think this year we know that what's being done is, is on the up and up. And I think that uh, overall, from from the summer camp to now, you have to credit them, at least the way they've played. And we're seeing now just the value of a veteran team. They Their experience right now, guys, to me, is on full display even though, by the way, this could be today the final game for a George Springer, the final game for a Michael Brantley in that uniform as both our free agents this winter. All right, I just have enough time for a bold prediction again from a guy that, okay, it hasn't been great all the time, JP, as far as your predictions, but I'm going to give you an no. opportunity right now. we got a Game 7 with the ALCS. Dodgers stayed alive last night. Tuesday, Game 1 of the World Series. Which two teams will face off? Ooh. Great, great question. Um, I will say uh, the, the, the fact that the, the Braves have two chances at it, I'm going to play the odds there and say Atlanta and Houston. Atlanta and Houston. That's my, that's my pick. Now, I could very easily be exactly wrong, which I usually am. So I would say that in, in that case, uh, congratulations to the Rays and Dodger fans for my prediction right there. That'll be a battle of former NL West rivals. That's right. Well said. And, and, and West way, rivals back some, in the day, right. yeah. And, and they had some, some good uh, playoff <laughs> encounters back in the day as well. Uh, in the, uh, certainly 2004, the famous Chris Burke home run there for the, for the Astros to win that series. So certainly some good playoff history there between those two franchises. JP, it's always an honor, always a pleasure. Continued great success for you. We'll talk to you down the road. Thanks a lot, JP. Steve Catino, always enjoy the conversations. Have a wonderful rest of the day and enjoy these two great baseball games ahead. We will. Absolutely. John Pomerosi, our Fox Sports MLB reporter. All right, we're going to get uh, look into our crystal ball once again on the other side. But first, a word from farmers. You get a whole lot of something with farmers' policy perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get new car replacement. So if your car is totaled, farmers will pay to replace it with a new one of the same make and model. Like reuniting with an old friend for the added benefit of that new car smell. So it's really new car and new car smell replacement. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. 
Now for the legal something. Optional coverage not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policy subject to terms and conditions. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Harbin and Catino Mobley, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Want to thank Iowa Sam today. What is that on your face? Uh, My mask. What's on the mask? I don't even know what it stands for. Probably something. I mean, usually, dangerous. if you're wearing a mask that's not just some benign mask, you're trying to deliver a message. I mean, there's yeah. millions of different masks these days. It's arrows going against each other. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So you you put something to deliver a message, it was but free. you have no idea what the it was free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's comfortable. That's all. You know, hugs my face. Actually, I've been getting. I don't. I don't know hugs, if you guys have been doing hugs this. My face. I've had. You know, I like. You know, like. Real estate people would send you uh, a notepad or, you know, how you get those things. I'm getting masks all over the place now. I got one from, like, some investment firm that I used to be a part of that I really pretty much all the money out of that account was out. They're trying to get me to put money back in their account. Free 99. Free 99. And they sent me me. two masks. Well, they want you to advertise for them, which you would be doing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Not happening. All right. uh, David Gascon. Who's always got a million things going on? He really does. Um, Are we expecting any food tomorrow around here? What's the deal? Um, Aren't you delivering this week? Delivering? 
What am I, room service? Well, hold on. Uh, hold on. What am I? <laughs> Sam, did you not say that you thought Gascon was going to deliver something this week? I thought we were waiting for Gavin. He asked some questions regarding food allergies, so I uh, yeah. assumed that there might be something in the works. Uh, oh, Gavin delivered last week. No, that was his girlfriend that delivered. Well, Cameron, she <laughs> did a, a great we're job. That's, we're a team. That's a team, right, yeah. right oh, Gavin? Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't delivered anything. That's, that's all a... Denise. You know that. <laughs> I just, I'm the delivery. No, no, no. You made it perfectly clear that it came out of your wallet yeah, into Denise's <laughs> oven. <laughs> she, she is, yes. I have paid for everything uh, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you guys are a good team. Yes, we we're a good team. Um, but anyway, so nothing tomorrow. Well, that's clear. That's TBD. How about that? Ooh, I like the T's. Uh, Gavin, how, you how you doing today? Are you uh, raking in money today, Gav? I was able to make back my investment in the Auburn game. They did not come through. Bo Nix is not going to be a great quarterback. Bo uh, Nix is not a good quarterback. He really isn't. I've always said that David Gascon is a little like Clayton Kershaw, so don't expect him to come oh. through. Wow. Getting that shot in. Unbelievable. <clears throat> Getting that shot wow. in. Woo. Sam kind of stepped on it with the drop, but uh, he does not deliver. Oh. That was the joke. He does not deliver. Um, this is the first, uh, last time we're going to see a uh, cat around for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, Sad. We've had this uh, long run for, it's not normal because normally Catino and I, we do, you know, during the basketball season and everything else, except suddenly here we were in October uh, with a basketball season extended this year. I don't know if it's going to happen again next year. Again, we have – there is no definitive plan we'll figure it to out. when the NBA season we'll is going to start. Well, just call me during the weekend. I'll get on your show and talk some Well, time. now – well, first of all, you are we'll like so many other people in my life where you've just skipped over me right to Denise. See, the <laughs> same thing. I remember, I remember uh, Marcus Allen and I worked together for the Raiders for years, great friend. And, and then he was, this is back years ago, and he was, you know, out there on the hunt, single, and Denise had friends. He would call the house. And I'm like, hello? Hey, Steve, it's uh, Marcus. Is uh, Denise there? I'm like, that, what is going on here? What is happening? Well, is, you, you, you call here to my house, and you just skip right over You're me. my guy first. Thank you. It's just that the kids love Denise and, and yeah. the dog. Catino's going to be like Kramer from Seinfeld. Come over, eat something, and then just leave. <laughs> I'll be right downstairs in that, that new couch that you got. Let me ask you this. Right. I want an early prediction. Will the Lakers win the championship next season? Yep. They will. Yep. Is that going to change everyone's stance on LeBron? I, I don't care what they the I know he's the GOAT. You know he's the GOAT. I know, I know he's the GOAT. Keep it right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.